Hey everybody, this is Ray Renati within the green room. How you doing? I'm out here for a beautiful walk on the Baylands in Palo Alto, California. Maybe you can hear the wind. Maybe you can hear my feet on the ground. Wanted to talk a little bit about a scene I'm working on. I'm in an acting class. A really good friend of mine and his wife, who's also a very good friend, are teaching an acting class. And I'm taking this class, and it's, um, it's, a, it's a hell of a lot of fun. This next week, what we're doing is preparing a scene from a movie, a short scene from a movie of our choice. And the assignment is to mimic the people in the movie as closely as we possibly can. Costumes, everything. Uh, their movements, gestures, looks on their faces. An airplane's flying by right now. See, this is real. This is real time. And uh, it's so different than what I'm used to in most acting classes. They never want you to do that. They want you to make everything your own. But the point of this is to show that if you need to rely completely on your technique, which you do sometimes, Often, if you have a long run of a play, or if you're sick, or whatever, you're not gonna always feel everything. In fact, a lot of the times you won't. You'll, you'll just be doing what you know you have to do, so you have to rely on your technique. And the audience can still have deep feeling for what you're doing, even though you might be uh, fighting off the flu, or whatever. Um, and we saw this uh, last week in the class when we did movie monologues. Everybody did a fantastic job and they really embodied the actor or actress that they were mimicking, for lack of a better word, in the scene. And each scene had a lot of power to it, each monologue. While what we were doing was basically just trying to copy the movie star that we saw. I did the monologue uh, that John Goodman does in The Big Lebowski when he's uh, throwing his friend's ashes to the sea. And I really, I tried to mimic every single thing that John Goodman did in that monologue. I wore the same clothes. I had every single facial expression. He has the the ashes in a Folgers coffee can. I had a Folgers coffee can and I held it exactly like he held it. And I tried to make my inflections with my words be exactly like his. And people loved the scene. Um, now this week I'm doing as good as it gets with a fellow actor in the class and she's playing the part that Helen Hunt played, and I'm playing the part that Jack Nicholson played. And it's a scene near the beginning of the movie when Jack Nicholson says something kind of, oh, insensitive about her son because he has OCD. And it's a very short scene, but so powerful. So powerful, and I can't wait to do it, especially Jack Nicholson. One of the things I like about this exercise that we're doing is that you really get to scrutinize 
the great actors and you see why they work all the time. Like when I watch Jack Nicholson and I'm watching all of his facial expressions and responses to what Helen Hunt says, even though there are these ridiculously long pauses in the, in the dialogue, you never lose interest because there's so much going on in Jack Nicholson's face. It's, it's so interesting that there are moments in this scene when they don't say a thing for 15, 20, maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be working on that this week and I'm really looking forward to it. One interesting thing that I found, and I have found this often with movies, is that an author, a screenwriter can write a movie script. It can get optioned off and other screenwriters might come in and change it. And, and, and by, the, by the end, uh, the, the, the screenplay is only a s slight resemblance to the original screenplay. And then even after that, on the set, they can change the lines, depending on the relationship with the screenwriter. But usually the director has a lot of leeway. And the scene that we're doing in the screenplay, in the final screenplay, is almost nothing. It's one line, I think. And at some point along the production of this movie, as good as it gets, they decided to stretch it out and add all kinds of dialogue and action to this moment that in the final screenplay wasn't there. And they must have done this during the filming of the movie or right before the filming of the movie. And that's so different than what happens with plays. With a play, unless the, the writer is there, you cannot change anything. And the writer has to rewrite the scenes. And the writer, in my experience, they usually really have a lot of resistance to changing things. They have much more ownership over the words than a screenwriter does. It's a big difference between film and theater. Now, television's a different story. Uh, and I won't go into that right now. But anyway, that's just a little bit of an actor's life for you. I hope you enjoyed. I will be putting out a longer podcast within the next day or two. Thank you so much for listening to me out here walking on the Baylands and having some thoughts about what I'm going to be doing this week in terms of my acting class and acting in general. Maybe you hear my footsteps. Maybe you don't. I'm not sure. And until next time, I will see you on the boards. Ciao, everybody.